Tell me if you know this one. At 44 minutes to four, an angel walked up to my door, opened the window to my soul. Tell me he think that you should know that life only gets harder, but you gotta get stronger. This is for my brother. I do this for my daughter. I'm Why aren't you smiling? I know it. Why aren't you smiling? I can hear it in my head. Life can get wild when you're caught in the whirlwind. It's Janae. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know that I know this song. I gotta keep going. <laughs> you would find a song after I hit fucking record. I was like, I got it. <laughs> I could have been prepared. It just popped in my head right now. Yeah, I know that song. That was That's perfect for this. Thank you, Janae, for coming through in the last minute. Mm-hmm. And that part always gets me because how her brother died and everything. Oh, that's why she says that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I figure, but I how I don't. Um, it was a health condition thing. Um, he died like right as she was kind of starting to pop off and stuff. And it was their only brother. It's like four girls and just him. Damn. Yeah, Miyagi. I think was his name. Miyagi. Miyagi. Yeah. Muglia. I don't know. Cause you know they have Japanese. <laughs> I know, but Miyagi is a. It's a it's a brand. It's okay. Uncultured. <laughs> uh, hey, girlfriends. Hi, girlfriends. Welcome, Bianca. Welcome. How's everybody doing? Ooh. Ew. <laughs> I am. I am Tay. We're gonna breeze right the fuck on past Up Charlie. That. <laughs> Disgusting. Get to your not today. I can't. Oh, so I, I I actually came up with this today because I was looking at my bank account. Usually me. And I was very sad how much money I have. But now I was I was trying to be positive and I was like, but my bills are paid. Um so I just wanted to say if able, I recommend turning on auto pay for your bills because it helps with budgeting, at least Does for it? me. Yeah. So when I say if I get paid and I have a bill due in like a week or two or whatever, I'll already put it as if it's been paid for just to take it out that I don't like accidentally I I feel like it's whatever works for you I'm more of a it, auto pay is less a um budget thing and more of a I don't want to have to think about it and so I'm going to ensure that the date this comes out is going to be around when my paycheck hits so that I am aware but around yeah, no. And it's the that's, bills that's that you really want. Because I have bills that are open still, but there's the bills that I want to be taken care of are taken care of. There's some bills where I'm like, they can, you can wait. wait. <laughs> yeah. Y'all can wait as long as you can wait. Y'all can keep sending me stuff in the mail. It's <laughs> whatever you want, whatever floats your boat, sis. But you know what I won't be doing? Paying that Dang bill. You. So that'll be forever. Um, but yeah, because, you know, bills, unfortunately, are never ending. Every month we're gonna keep getting them. The ghetto of adulthood. Of life. Yeah. Life in general. I've been thinking about doing a credit card. Um Wow, I'm so happy that we were not on the same wavelength. I'm not gonna say <laughs> I'll tell you what I was thinking. I'll text it to you. That's oh. That's 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 <laughs> what I'll, I'll 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 do that. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I say was thinking about getting your credit card. I mean my credit is like I think it's in the decent category. I don't remember the score, but I know it's above 600, which to me is 
I've worked to get that far, okay? And I hate that it takes so much for it to go up, but it's so quick. For that shit to go down. It's because of white people. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> we just talked about them last week. We're not going to talk about them again. Woo! Um, but yeah, you know, figuring out, handling your finances. To some, it just comes, it, it's easier to some, and that must be nice. And for others like me, it is just. I hate it. I was never uh, taught it, and I hate it. Yeah. Um, it took me in the last four or five years for me to really understand like money and money management and all that stuff um i'm still gonna buy myself food more than i probably should but i just don't always feel like cooking that is my splurge it's food <laughs> we know <laughs> like i got a 50 dollar gubrub gift card for my birthday i said thank Look at God. you <laughs> did not cook all week <laughs> blessed blessed thank you um but that was it, you know, whether it's your light bill, electric bill, phone bill, gas bill, whatever bills you got, prioritize and I mean, make sure you're on top of it. You know, don't 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 be going out. And when you know you got a bill due the next day or something and then spend too much and not look at you. Call down. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, yep, y'all can find us on Instagram, Hey Girlfriend Podcast. Um, my Instagram, it's Charles. It's like my name, but spelled a little funny. And then a- AJ's is A Tay Tay. Um, both of our both of our handles are on the Hey Girlfriend page. Um, so follow us on the Hey Girlfriend page. And then if you want to follow us on our individual pages, please do. Um, my personal DMs are open. AJ's are not. Um, AJ would rather you go on the Hey Girlfriend page and DM us because we're both we can both see it and we could both respond to it and stuff like that. Um, I'm just real weird about my personal stuff. I I I, I know that there are fans of the show who have followed me. Uh-huh. Um, it's just the messaging me specifically. That I'm just like mm, you can you can message us. I would rather the people sliding in my DMs are people that I actually fucking know. <laughs> I don't um, know somebody like is really so it's, like it's, I'm it's a big fan of you, blah blah blah. Like, they want it? you specifically. Why <laughs> me specifically? There are people who message the both of us just speak to you, and I don't really give a shit. So <laughs> but, your feelings will be just fine if someone messages and wants to talk directly to me. Yeah, I'll be fine. Like, exactly. Oh, look at you got a fan. <laughs> so let's. Let's keep it to the business page, please. Uh, so, yeah, uh, DM us there, whether it's about a, a topic idea, if you would like to be on the show, if there was an episode that really resonated with you, something made you laugh, whatever. If you want to poke fun of us, because y'all have poked fun at me already, um, we enjoy that. We can both laugh about it and stuff. So please do that. Um, they'll also have the link where you can donate if able. Um, if you're not able... You can, um, wherever you listen to us, whether it's Apple, Spotify, whatever, you can um, rate us if you can give us five stars. Um, If you can share on your socials, that'll be great. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody. Um, We would like, you know, we would like more engagement, more listeners and all that fun stuff. Um, If you are able to donate, um, if you just want to keep it real easy, you could just do um, Venmo, Cash App, Zelle. We got all of that Um, or PayPal and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, you know the deal. We do this every episode. Y'all ain't new to this. We're gonna go to this commercial and then we're gonna come back. And it might get a little heavy. I don't know. We'll see. But we'll come back. Ready? 
Ready, Freddy? Hey, hey co-friends. co-friends. I'm Tay. And I'm Charlie. And we're the host of the Hey Co-Friends podcast. For those who are new and want to know what it is that we talk about, we just be talking. Whether it's talking hey. about working on communication skills, working through past trauma, or simply playing a game of song association. We put those episodes out every Thursday, and more recently, we've started recording Instagram Live episodes every Sunday at 2 p.m. Central. We really appreciate the love and support we've gotten over the years, and we just wanted to share a new way you guys can support us. You can now choose to pay a monthly subscription of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 which will allow us to do more things for y'all whether it's a giveaway recording new episodes via video or opening a merch store if you can't financially support which i understand you can always simply share a podcast on social media or through word of mouth or you know hit and play and let that thing play on mute in the background while you're working because either way a stream is a stream but for real though we appreciate the support from y'all and wanted to continue to grow and do more Please be sure to check out Hey Call Friends wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember, stay moisturized. If I could turn back time, if I could find a way, if you could change your fate. <laughs> it's from Tangled. I'm sorry, not Tangled. Uh, Brave. <laughs> Have you not seen Brave? I have. I was just like, where is this accent going? <laughs> I'm trying to say Scottish. <laughs> Anyways. Woof. Welcome back. Um, yeah, quick disclaimer. I'm not sure how heavy this episode is going to get. Um, I don't expect it to get like super deep or whatever. But you never know. Um, in the three years of us recording, I think I have only cried twice. Definitely once, I know for sure. But maybe twice, I think I've cried. Um, I don't expect that to happen today, but y'all have been forewarned. So this episode, we are talking about kind of, you know, what doesn't kill you, make you stronger. And, you know, how we all got to grow through stuff and it builds character and yada, yada, yada. And it's just like, first of all, I didn't ask to be here. I didn't ask to go Girl, through any of this. Like that text I just sent you. <laughs> I did not ask for any of this bullshit. And then um, a lot of times, too, especially those who believe in the Lord, like to say, like, the Lord, the Lord does not give you more than what you can handle. And it's like, well, he's really pushing it because I'm not sure if I can handle this. And if he thinks I can, he has a lot of faith in me. He has more faith in me than I do myself. So, <laughs> um, or have you seen the memes where it's like when God's choosing your strongest warriors and you just went through it and you're like, please don't pick me. Please stay over there. <laughs> I already went through it. I'm good. Give me two to three business days. <laughs> please. Please. Um, so Let me fucking breathe. We're just asking the question, if given the opportunity, would you get rid of past traumatic memories you know, past hardships, yada, yada, yada. On the broad, on the broad spectrum, I'm going to say no. Um, and I'm only speaking for me. Right, 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 right. 
I have been able to, if anybody who doesn't know me, um, I'm pretty optimistic usually, but not blindly optimistic where it's just like, I'm like going through it, through the trenches, just bruised and bloody. Talk about, I'm okay. No, no, no. I'm not that. <laughs> I'm not that optimistic. When it's tough, I'm going to cry. When I'm going through it, I'm going to go through it. Huh? Hmm? <laughs> but for the most part, I'm pretty easygoing where I don't really get upset or mad about if, you know, things aren't not even going my way, but things are just not, um, I don't, I don't know, lining up or just, you know, if it's a little rough, it's okay. I know it's going to get better. Um, but even in that, in the interim, just, just allow myself to, I don't know. I like kind of being dramatic sometimes and like sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right, right. You right. Sometimes. And kind of do like how they do in the movies where like, you know, if I'm on the bus and I put my head against the window and listen to music and stuff and just like, <sighs> life is rough. Can I get a window seat? <laughs> but they're actually down on nobody. Uh, but if a bus hits a pothole, geez Louise, there goes your head. Next to me. Um, and stuff with like growing up gay and everything and that whole thing. Honestly, most of my hardships with that have come from my family, not really much of the outside world. I hold on. Let me let me pick my next words carefully. I love my family, both sides. I would not change who I was given to. But <laughs> I do wish things were a little bit different on my father's side, at least. But otherwise, overall, on on a scale of A through F, I'll give my, I'll say a C plus. So it was okay. Could have been better, but it was okay. Um, you know. <laughs> Anybody who knows, whenever I talk about my father, AJ's not a fan. Most people are not a fan of my father, and that is okay. I understand. <laughs> Y'all can't see. AJ is really just keeping it in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, and it's hard. You are, like, going through it over there. Uh-huh. I really am. There's two people, um, my father and one of my sisters. Which happens to be on my father's side. <laughs> there's, there's, there's another that I side eye more times than not. But a family member. Mm-hmm. My stepdad. That's another one of them. But oh. uh huh. Who else? We we can talk about it. Later. Oh, I don't have to talk about my father and my sister. One of my sisters, um, regularly enough. Where if y'all have been <sighs> listening, y'all know why. Those who were part of that uh, Instagram live, I am. <gasps> Did you forget? I was, I was drunk as hell, and I cussed. I forgot about that. I cussed her oh, ass out for no. a full five minutes, and I think she saw it at some point. But I hope so. <laughs> um, there has not for me, there has not been. Knock on wood. That ain't real. A oh I don't know I need to knock out something <laughs> something. There has not been a a, 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 a 
experience or life event or anything that has been too traumatic to the point of me just wanting to just give up and just be like, see y'all in the afterlife. Um, we all have gone through something at some point in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be a, a lot of, wow, this is really a visual episode for me specifically. <laughs> so I feel like I'm not speaking words. But there's there's stuff happening. But my body language and my face are saying there's stuff. everything. Yeah. And I think I've shared a, 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 everything. I've, I, everything. I share a lot about my life. Um, and if you've been listening these past three years, you kind of almost know me <laughs> because I share a lot. Um, I think the most recent one where I did the most sharing was the sex episode. That was probably the most. Um, it's you, not a- you share more sexual details than I think I ever will. <laughs> yeah, that was the most, I think, sexually open that I've ever been on air. On air. Um, that was a, probably most of y'all have heard me curse because if, if anybody knows, I don't really curse like that. Play some games. <laughs> Watch some movies, clap your cheeks. That's you what you remember. <laughs> because I don't know if I screamed <laughs> externally, but on the inside, I fucking howled. Like I <laughs> lost it. Um, and that was verbatim what I said to them. Literally. <laughs> and I and I knew that it was, which is why I laughed so hard. I, I can't stand you. But go ahead. So, yeah, I have shared details about my life. Um, and it's nothing. It would almost be funny if someone reached out to me and be like, are you okay? <laughs> I promise you. I promise you I am a-okay. Um, and that's a thing where... Um, I don't I don't think that I do that thing where like if I share something traumatic and then I just immediately laugh it off where it's like unresolved and I'm trying <laughs> to brush it off. Uh no. I, that's just me. I have I'm okay. It's I can talk about it in a way that it's like it happened and maybe because it's new to the person I'm talking with, they're like, Whoa. I'm like, what? You have processed and at least let it go enough to where it does not bother you. Yeah. Like this happened to me ten years ago. You're just not hearing about it, but I'm okay, I promise you. I forget there's like the shock value when somebody first hears it and they're like, what the fuck? Like, oh, I don't know. Have I talked about <laughs> what? I'm listening. Oh, but I don't oh, know. Oh, I thought you were making, I thought you were when laughing I, at like, my face. I was like, I, Dad, was I making a face? I was just looking at you. When I've gotten kidnapped before. See, like, <laughs> me and my brother. Yes. He's yes. gotten kidnapped by a stranger. I've gotten kidnapped by your father. Yes, which it's a technicality. It's not, but it's yeah. not kidnapping. Um, but my brother has been like by a stranger. Just uh, snatched. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was on the street that I love talking about that I grew up on, Fairfield, North Avenue in Fairfield. Come here, little nigga. Um, and I don't know how old me and brother were. Um, and a lot of this too, a lot of stuff. Damn, did they return him? Um, brought him right back well because my mom spotted him um and it was weird because me and my brother are right there and maybe it would be too much trouble for him to have two children you know but for some reason he just picked my brother um there used to be this little do you know those um parking lot thingies where it's an outside parking lot and it's just like rocks 
and they're not really gravel desi- lot. They're not really designated areas. It's, a, it's a, just a gravel lot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but they were like rocks, like white rocks. That's that's gravel. Oh, oh whatever. Yeah, it has like <laughs> it has like the little short metal barrier thing. So that's where we used to play all the time or whatever. And then my parents you used to play in a. Yeah, it was just go, me. And my, mm-hmm. Yeah, me and brother were just. <laughs> it's it's less who and more the location, but yeah, so, I don't I don't think you could you weren't gonna make that any better. <laughs> Yeah, just me and my brother. Yeah, playing in rocks. Yeah, so we were playing there. <laughs> and my mom and her friends would, like, be across the street. But close enough where they can see you. Real easy. So then, um, I'm, I I don't know how old I was. So a lot of this is really just from what my mom has told us. But this dude came up to my brother and I and was talking to us or whatever. And Red flag number one. And then... Next thing my mom knows, yeah, picks up my brother and is walking away. Um, and my brother's not screaming or anything, I think because the dude approached us in like a friendly way or whatever. Stranger danger, y'all. Um, and the dude, thankfully, didn't go. So if we're like right here, he barely made it like two houses down before my mom spotted him. And then uh, the guy that she was dating at the time, she said like she screamed and then Next thing you know, the dude was surrounded by like six dudes. They jumped him, beat his ass. Uh huh. Good. And then we went right back and curb stomped <laughs> the shit out that nigga. Yeah. So there's been that. <clears throat> I have seen like real close. I've not been a part of, but just seen some shootings. Um. My my father was in a gang, y'all. So I got to experience some of that. Um. What else? Crazy how we grew up in the same area but had totally different lives. I know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was were very you, prevalent. Were you closer to the park? Humble Park? Yes. Yeah. Like all we used that to That is why. We used to be there that that frequently. Is that that is that is why. Oh, yeah, that was our spot. There was like a park there we used to go to. That's yeah. where that's just where my family and the friends, everybody would just hang out there all the time. That I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But also <laughs> makes sense because uh, yeah. I'm far enough from the park that like. But even at a young age, my mom always made sure even if we we're at the park, we would not go like deep in the park. We would usually kind of be at like the edge on the streets and stuff because she would just always tell us this like stories about just stuff that happens the deeper you go um but yeah i've seen some shootings those are very scary um and like drive-bys and all that stuff um what else there was a time that i talked about i won't get into details but the one time the one time my father did beat me um and these are all things that again i can talk about it i can look back on it and i'm not really like phased by it. It's just something where it's like, it happened. It's unfortunate, but oh well. Um, Yeah, you um... Mm. And, I, and again, all of this is resolved. There's nothing that is unresolved. No. Well, I was more so going to say that you uh, at least as far as processing trauma, you are a lot further in your journey than I am. I'm... I'm in the like. I would say I would say preteens, as far as like, where I am in my journey. Uh-huh. Um. 
There's a lot of stuff that I don't remember that I don't think I want to. Just in case. Maybe that that is that's what I did on that's purpose. That's something that I'm talking about in therapy. Oh. I kind of brought it up for the first time in eight years. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I was like towards the end of the session. I was like, yeah, so... Uh, oh, yeah. So there's also uh, this that I want to talk about at some point. It doesn't need to be anytime recent. And she was just kind of like looking at me like, where the fuck did this come from? And I was like, I mean, it's not something that really bothers me uh, specifically because I don't really remember it. And I don't know if there was like if there was something that happened before this that made me think that this was OK or like whatever the case may be. I don't really know. I can only tell you what I remember. I don't know if I just only remember certain parts or if I have purposefully blocked some things out. Truly couldn't tell you. But um but yeah, there is a there there is a lot uh, as far as trauma that I am mm, I wouldn't say struggling to get over, but I have a very avoidant personality. I don't if I don't want to deal with something, I just won't. Which isn't healthy or good um which again am uh learning to get better at but um how far into this do i want to go what i will say is that as far as trauma is concerned um i feel like most of most of it uh is more around like relationships relationship and friendships and it is really about family stuff like i have there's a lot of stuff that i wish could have been different uh i think most of my childhood what i struggled with the most was just being different and not understanding why i was in a lot of ways not just because i knew that i was queer um there were a, a shit ton of ways that i knew i mean i was chunky i i mean a lot of my family is light and i am not so it's just there was there was a lot of shit that i had to kind of accept and deal with um that like as i've gotten over i'm kind of like at this point like i don't really give a fuck but for the most part um a lot of my quote-unquote trauma just comes from like experiences that i have put myself in or have had to deal with mainly centered around like living with people i think that's the biggest part of my trauma right now is like learning to get to a place because i'm i'm honestly i was a little nervous when i moved in with my ex and um i knew i understood kind of why i was hesitant because of like previous relationships but after that i am definitely at a place to where like living with someone is just not in the cards for me for a for a very long time yeah i don't think i did not start my um journey i guess until i was journey for of just like um going in my life in the past Word. and okay, okay, being okay. like let's unpack that probably didn't start until i moved out and lived in kansas city and i was like 20 because i didn't have any influence of my family like i was by myself so i can kind of do this on my own um and i got to um i think the very very first thing that i dealt with was me and my faith that was a journey yeah i remember trying it's like my 
sophomore until my I would say my junior year my sophomore and junior year I really really tried to I high mean, school I, yeah oh uh, actually you know that that does make sense oh. <laughs> that that does I was like what the fuck else I'm like oh yeah I did college go, I did go to college I think because I didn't finish college uh, I yeah. just wasn't thinking yeah. about it um but yeah I would say um especially because I lived in Alabama and so like there wasn't much to do like literally what people did for fun after school was literally go up the fucking block to the Kroger and hang out in the Kroger parking lot. Like that's literally, that was the hangout spot. There just wasn't anything else uh-huh. to do. And so like trying to move past trauma. I, I know in a previous episode we discussed the whole, like when I came out and then I, we went to some fucking church service and it was very anti-gay and my mom was showing her ass. And I was just sitting there like, what the fuck is going on a right very now? Very pointed like, message. Very pointed, which is also strange because Everyone that we went with was queer. I would say about 50 to 75% of the people that my mom worked with and were close with are all queer, or especially at that point. So it was just like, are y'all comfortable with this? Like, I was like, I don't, I was like, I feel like if it was just me and my mom, it would be one thing. But I was like, we're here with all of these other queer people and you're showing your ass about this message along with all of these people that you work with. Like, this is, this is a lot. Um, and it's hard because I feel like with me specifically, and it's also still something I'm unlearning is that whenever I think of like trauma or abuse, which usually leads to trauma, I think more like physical abuse or like physical trauma um, and not the like mental mental part of it. Woo. Um, and that. I feel like, I mean, I, I wouldn't know because I was never. Whoopings, yeah, but not like. <laughs> and I was going to say, that did to me. I, I, I still go on what I said a couple of episodes ago. And if you want to know, you can go back and listen. Um, But um, I don't know. I feel like that was such a small thing. Like, I'm not afraid of people hitting me. Like, if somebody jumps at me, I, uh, yeah. I may just, like, jump because I'm caught off guard. But I'm like, I'm not afraid of you. Like, I don't have, like, I'm not sent back into, like, a PTSD episode because uh-huh. someone, like, threatened to, like, kick my ass. Um. So, like, I, I feel like because of that aspect, the only thing I can think really... um. I guess the only thing I can really understand right now in this moment or just in general is more of the mental side of it because i feel like that's what i struggle with the most Mm -hmm. um and it's weird because trauma is so strange like there you could be traumatized by something that you thought was like like stupid or small or not really that big of a deal but then like it bothers you and like everything you do like one of my last exes uh, I think I've told this story before, like years ago, probably around the time that we had first started. But like, there was a day where I was like in the bathroom, and I dick around in the bathroom. Like, I will like turn the shower on, but I'm sitting there on Twitter or I'm sitting on my phone. Like, I may turn the shower on, and I don't get in for another like ten, fifteen minutes because I'm just sitting there on my phone, wasting water. I mean, truly. Um, <laughs> but I remember he like banged on the bathroom door and it was at my old place you know the bathroom it didn't lock you could just open even if you locked it you could just twist the knob and open the door it would just fucking open and he was just like um 
Like, what are you doing? The water pattern hasn't changed. Like, oh my god, are you? And I was just like, I'm li- like, I'm not. Do you think that I'm like sexting people while I'm in the bathroom, or like, do you think I'm in here like masturbating? Like, what the fuck? And even if I was, like, if I am in here like jerking off before I get in the shower, what does that have to do with you? Like, why are you listening to the shower pattern, the, the pattern of the goddamn water, issues, to determine homie. on whether or not I'm in the fucking shower? Like, you're doing a <laughs> lot and there was just so much of that that like oh. i am now i've i had noticed in the with with the last living situation that i had that it was like i can't even recharge in a house with someone anymore like it got to a point with my previous ex to where like I me mean, the apartment was small he didn't work at all I worked two jobs. So it's like, when I come home, I don't want to talk. Like, I just want to lay down. I don't want to be bothered. And it's like, but there was, there was really no, there was no space. There was no escape. So for two years, it was like, all I had was that one wall. I didn't have a door, literally just that one wall. He would be in the front playing the PlayStation. I would be in the room, laying down in the bed. And that's literally all that I did. And so like when things got difficult with my last living situation, it was just like, I can't really, I can't recharge the way that I want to simply because you're in the house and it's nothing specifically that you are doing. My body just will not let me do it anymore because when someone else is around me consistently, I am constantly on edge. I constantly have my guard up. I'm always just like uncomfortable because I feel like someone's listening in on what I'm doing or just like paying too much attention to me where it's like I can't even just like it's it's it goes deep and so there's shit like that that like I don't you don't think about it that's like oh this is like this is trauma that I'm, I'm dealing with like it's not physical trauma I wasn't again abused but it's just like ingrained in me mentally where I literally even now like my anxiety like around and i think it's it's due to the beginnings of sex with me but like even as far as sex is concerned like i get really anxious if people are too loud or if it's like i like i'm disturbing people around like i don't want people hearing because i feel like when i when things first started for me uh at an age that i will not disclose for personal reasons uh that it was a secretive thing it was we have to be quiet we can't let anyone know that this is happening and so just like while it's not something I don't I don't remember all of the specifics from when everything first started, but just having that still ingrained in my head to where like literally like if you scream, I will like I literally will be turned off specifically because my body like innately can't even like continue on because all I can think about is the fact that like you have now alerted everyone that we are fucking and I will not be able to feel comfortable for the rest of this day like i i just it's i don't like that either um i can understand moaning but keep it keep it at a uh yeah like why like why can the neighbors across <laughs> why can they i don't i don't i don't want to i know a lot of people love that yodeling ass nigga song <laughs> but Aww. You know exactly the song I'm talking about. I don't. I don't need the neighbors to know who the fuck I am. I let's keep this. Let's keep this in our bedroom. Um. So yeah. that that's where a lot of a lot of my trauma is like small things that I am learning are issues for me now, 
And so I am literally just now in my big ass age starting to really understand the ways that I need to heal the things that I need to move on from. I am just not in a place again, like I said, especially as far as living with people, I'm not at a place to where I feel like I can just continue on and not still be bothered by these things. It may be a very long time, if ever, before I move in with anyone. I don't care if it's a friend. I don't care if it's someone that I'm dating. I just truly prefer having my own space. I don't. Me and you. Next year, we're going to be roommates. <laughs> no. I know. <laughs> I, even Especially me, now, the two dogs me. and a, a, another. No. Oh. No. Yeah. And I even Lucy a, alone, it would be absolute hell because she don't like nobody. I need to. My roommate made a joke and I was able to laugh about it because it was true. He was like, you should get a vacancy light because of the. <laughs> Just so that I could be aware. I said, oh, oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Read him again. <laughs> I love, on top of pettiness, I love a quick and simple read. <laughs> like, I don't have to say much for you to get. Oof, yes, I like that. And that might be your birthday gift. Please no. Because then he's going to laugh. Yeah. No. I was like, am I really that? He was like, um, don't ask questions you don't want the yeah. answers to. He's like, I've been introduced to quite a few people. I said, sorry. Well, I got one coming in. <laughs> um, my biggest things currently, um, with relationships like romantic relationships, for a while, um, my ex, who is now we'll call him Mister New York, he really messed me up. Um, like mentally to uh, it unfortunately carried over into my uh, last relationship um, it was like a PTSD thing that I thought that I was over but then there was stuff that my ex had done and it kind of like triggered something brought something back and um, initially I went back to behaviors that I used to do but then I had to catch myself because I was like this is not healthy for me this is not um can you there. text me your address? Mine? Yeah. Text me <laughs> your address. Um, I don't need... That's not going to help me. <laughs> I, um, this is not fair to my, my ex at the time. Um, and it taught me that I needed to really unpack that. Um, and my most recent relationship actually forced me to work on my communication skills um, when I'm upset, particularly. Uh, making sure that, like, you know, we are both speaking to each other in a respectful manner. We're both making sure that the other person is heard. We're both, like, just making sure we just have understanding across the board and stuff like that. Um, because I still get this feeling of... <sighs> This is, unfortunately, it's zero to 100 real quick. <laughs> but it's not zero to 100 of angry. It's going to, I'm just going to start crying. Um, and I personally don't mind crying. Um, but I just get upset where it's like, I can't, if I even open my mouth to talk, I'm just going to start crying. And then it's just like, 
I feel bad. Like, please bear with me. I want to get this out, but I just can't stop crying. I'm a crier, y'all. Um, and I've said it a million times, and it's probably going to be to the day I die, but I have daddy issues. Um, it's an ongoing thing. It's, it's something that I'm aware of, and I'm not really sure if there's a way to um, work on it, I guess you can say. Well, you could do what most people do. What? Never mind. Uh, <laughs> because I, as soon as I got ready to say it, I was <laughs> like, you know what? No. So I have I have daddy issues and it's a combination of I have daddy issues and I'm uncomfortable around straight men. Um just rightfully with, so. Just with my father mm-hmm. in particular. Rightfully so. Um so which is why I think a part of it that I really appreciate this friendship that I have with this straight dude. Um, cause for a while I was like, I can just, I cannot see myself being friends with a straight man. Um, and I would just always associate it with like my father. Um, but whenever I see somebody who has like a good relationship with the father, I feel some type of way. Um, or even like a great, anybody that's like a fatherly figure, I feel a type of way. Um, if there's movies that deal with like, you know, a father and son or father and daughter relationship and they're like trying to make it better and blah, I start crying. Um, and it's, uh, the reason I say I'm not sure is because, uh, I still talk to my father, not all the time, but you know, we have each other's number. Um, we, uh, Hey, yo, Chuck. Ooh, yeah. Did you hear it when I said it that day? Did you hear Chuck? Cause I did that first. Oh, really? I tried to throw you off. <laughs> I was like, hey, yo, Chuck. You didn't turn around, and I was like, Charles. Oh, that scared me. I, was like, I know it is calling. I me. want you to know that every single day for a full month, every single day, I was like, when I see him, I'm going to scream Chuck out of this window. I've waited <laughs> for that day, and I'm waiting for it to happen again. Well, you know, every um, single day I come home, I check to see if I'm a catch ass. Yeah, because I'm normally not home that early, and it was just like, who is calling me in this neighborhood? That scared me. And then you just kept going. <laughs> Gave me um, finger and kept on pushing. But, um, like, the thing, the, the whole situation with me and my father, it's I have forgiven everything that has happened, but I have acknowledged and accepted that our relationship is just never going to be, I guess, what I would like it to be or what it could have been and stuff like that. What a father-son relationship should be. Sure, yeah. Um, the primary reason is just me being gay. That's it. And he has made it abundantly clear that he honestly will never really support that. Um, he hasn't really said that explicitly, but... Um, I have an uncle who's the same way. It's just like it always makes it known that like I don't understand it. I don't know why but i love you regardless i'm always just like okay like i don't uh-huh. he has never gets... met anyone that i've dated anyone that i and do shouldn't date, i'm letting you know i was like uh you'll probably never ever ever meet my father um if and i pray and it's very unfortunate but i always pray if i am out and about with somebody that i'm talking to that i don't run into my father because i don't want to have to explain it and i don't want to um like I don't want to 
the person that I'm with, I don't want to all of a sudden kind of just flip it where we'll be from holding hands to this is my friend type thing. And and that unfortunately that's just a knee jerk reaction. Um from like even going back to when I was like a kid. Trauma. I would just be going like I'm the Yeah. And the, yeah, so I mean there is some stuff that I'm dealing with or whatever, but um that's why Chicago's big, but it's small. <laughs> because my father could pop up anywhere <laughs> and I'll be like, oh Lord. <laughs> So like with marriage and stuff, I want to get married and I've thought about that and I've gotten sad about it where it's like I won't even invite my father because I know A, he's not even going to come um, and B, it would just nobody. put a damper on your entire, you would not, you would wouldn't be comfortable. comfortable. Yeah. And and uh, as expensive <laughs> as fucking weddings are, I'll be goddamn if I spend an arm and a goddamn leg and if and my father I were to ruin even, it, that, yeah. So I'm saving mm-hmm. myself that headache and heartache and not even going to do that. Um, and it has also put a, a bit of a hindrance on my relationship with my youngest sisters because he doesn't want me to quote, present myself in certain ways around them. Um, so like these shorts, I hope the both of them come out queer, like anything out of spite, (laughs) the shorts that I wear, the crop tops that I do. I don't even think, I think he would lose his mind if he saw that my belly was pierced. Um, Or like, I do my nails and stuff. Like, all this stuff, I think he would have a heart attack. Um, And my father is also the root for my battle. Not anymore, but a a long-term battle that I had with my faith and Christianity and stuff. Which, that was a whole episode that I believe we've talked about already. Was growing up in the church and growing up Christian and stuff like that. Drop it like I thought it, drop it like I thought it. Um... So, pop it like a thotty, pop it like a thotty. Yeah, my biggest things is just romantic relationships and how, you know, partners can really mess you up. And then my father has really messed me up as far as just my my relationship with men in general. I've always been, I've always gravitated towards women because I associated how my my mom was more like um, open and welcoming and stuff and blah, 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 blah. And in, in, in my own personal experience, women have been easier and more accepting if I just say that they're gay and it's like, woo, not making it a big deal and mm-hmm. everything's cool and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the last one real quick that I put was, do you think truly what doesn't kill you makes you stronger? No. I say no. I might not be dead, but now I'm messed up, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally. I survived it, but now I am traumatized. And I'm going to be messed up for who knows how long. And it just wasn't worth it, I think. Um, I do not I do not agree with that, that phrase, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Um if anything, it might it might be debilitating now. It might have messed me up, and I can never recover from that. Um, that's just me. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I have going on. Um, no. Lying. Lying was a really, 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 really big thing for me for a while. And um, it it was rooted in kind of being closeted for a long time. And kind of living a double life. Yeah. Secret. 
Agent Man. <laughs> Did you sing the terrible version of that song as a kid? What's the ter- What's the terrible version? Well, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> I don't do it anymore. Oh, okay, good. I mean, it's not really terrible, terrible, but more of a like... Is agent a different word? Yes. <laughs> that I already know. <laughs> um, but I don't know if anybody who is queer in any way, shape, or form can relate of the second I would leave my house to go to school, I was like a completely different person. But then when it time to come back home, I would make sure like sometimes I would like change my clothes or like do whatever. Oh, you were one of those. Um, I had a, a boyfriend in high school, I remember. And <sighs> I remember I was terrified because people were signing my yearbook with like you and so and so are such a cute couple and blah, 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 blah. And I remember this boy came to my mom's house before and I was, I was like, oh, this is just a friend, blah, 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 blah. So then. My mom wanted to see my yearbook, and then she got to all the signatures, and all she kept seeing was me and this boy, me and this boy. And she's like, who is this? And what is? what are they talking about? And I was like, ah, they're just joking around. Blah. I would lie, and they would be the most stupidest lies, but I lied for everything. I wasn't in denial. I was just scared of my parents and coming out and everything. And of course... My parents didn't have like the vocabulary and the understanding and stuff like that. Therefore, I didn't really understand myself, I guess you could say. Um, so it was a very confusing and hard time up until I was like 17, I think. Um, so, yeah, a lot of the times was just like, um, ugh, I remember they would ask me, like, are you sure you're not gay? No, I promise I'm not. Like, are you sure? There's all this evidence that is going against me saying, yes, he is. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I promise I'm not. I promise I'm not. I'm like a motherfucker. Just, yeah. I don't think that, um, and uh, this is this is probably going to be my my last one before I, I hit the, the button. Um, you, you were always zesty. I can see the zest, even uh-huh. like when you've shown me like there's pictures you know, when I was young and, and I was like, you look gay as hell. <laughs> and that's what my friend, like my mom's friends and stuff would say. And my mom was like, really? But supposedly she was like, even she knew but she was just kind of waiting for me to say it. But I was like, I was scared to. Yeah, there's some pictures with me like <laughs> gay as my this is there is there is a. There is some there is some faggotry behind that <laughs> smile. So that now, as an adult, because of that, I have been um, I'm all about just being unapologetically me. Um, though I will say, if I do happen to have to be around my father, I do. It is unfortunate, but I do. Um, I'll say like, uh, what do I? What would I? What do I do? I um. Um, we'll say I dim myself down, if you will. So I make you sure. You dim your light? Sure. Well, uh, like I'll make sure, well, my nails I can't really do nothing about, so you just have to deal with that. But I make sure that I, I dress a certain way or whatever. I used to do, I do enjoy makeup. I don't really put it on that much anymore, but like a couple years ago I was doing a lot of makeup. I'll make sure I don't have makeup. <sighs> I pray he doesn't catch me like a crop top or something and all that. Like, I'm like, oh. Well, sorry. <laughs> um, what I used to do, which was really bad, is I would 
uh, I didn't realize it at first, but um, I would make my voice deeper around him. Um, Your father? Yeah. Um, I would I would try to like put some bass <laughs> in my voice, <laughs> um, or even not do certain um, like actions or mannerisms and all that stuff, or like sit a certain way because I just, I just don't want to hear this man's mouth. It was f- growing up. It was yeah, it was your, holding your the limp wrist. You couldn't do that. Woo, the limp wrist. You can't do send, that. Can't cross the leg. Into a tizzy. Cannot cross the leg. Can't do anything that that they would deem quote flamboyant or girly which there's a lot of stuff that they did and it's like damn you just want me to just not move because <laughs> what the hell um but again any trauma that i have experienced i either have worked on and i'm okay or the stuff that is just like i've accepted it and i guess you could say it's an ongoing thing um but it's gonna take take some time and with therapy um you used to talk about i think it's talk space is that the one that you would that you would plug in? Or mm-hmm. is it Talkspace or something? Talkspace.com, offer code R-E-A-D. Yeah, there you go. Um, you know, therapy, uh, everyone should be doing it. Um, whether it's and there's different kinds of therapy, which is cool. Um, I think that there's like specialty people that you can see depending on what you want to talk about or, or address or whatever. Um and Actually, before we didn't even we talk act, about generational trauma. Well, either. I was going to say just uh, before we wrap it up to go with therapy and trauma and blah, blah, blah. Um, do you think, say, if you're talking to somebody, I had seen something. I thought you were going to sneeze um, where they do like couples therapy in the beginning of the relationship to kind of see um, if there's any kind of trauma or anything or like make sure that they can. Not that they're compatible, but like, you know. And I thought about that. And I was like, I don't think I would do that right in the beginning. No. But I would be open to couples therapy, even if, quote, everything's all good or whatever. Um, I, I've never experienced couples therapy. It's only ever been one. Um, but that was the thing that I saw. And I was like, huh. I've done it twice. Couples therapy? Mm-hmm. Oh. I've all, I've like only, in two separate relationships, not oh. that I've only gone to two sessions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, therapy guys, y'all should do it, whether it's talk space or, you know, jobs offer. I don't know if every job. Look at an EAP. But, but jobs offer like mental health services where you can get like a few free sessions or something or it's like discounted or sometimes, sometimes it's even part of your insurance and your insurance covers it. So look into it. Um, because you know, talking to your friends, your friends are not therapists. Okay. Hey, um, your parents, it. your mom. Say it again for the niggas in the back. <laughs> your friends are not therapists. Put uh, this as a goddamn stamp. <laughs> shit. I will. Um, we can we can talk it with you, but we are not professionals, and we could just be giving you the worst advice ever. I i think we had talked about this very early into us starting the show i think we talked about advice and it was like now what i would do is x y and z am i saying that you should absolutely not but as far as how i will handle the situation this is what i would do or you go with god and do whatever feels right to you but if you do what i would do and it don't pan out 
the way that you wanted to, don't. That's that's your fault. I don't know where they're coming from, and I'm very annoyed with or that. Or like your friends, more than likely, are possibly not equipped. To, they're not to deal if you tell them something that's like super traumatic or whatever. Now y'all are both stressed out because you don't. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Why would you tell me that? Take this to a paid professional. <laughs> um, I'm be like, here's my therapist. If you want to talk to them, you can tell because them because you might need to. I sent it. And don't be a Molly. If a friend says that you need therapy, don't, don't be <laughs> mad the whole fucking night because you know your ass need therapy. It's make hella a- smog out here. Shut your ass up. Yeah, you just made the whole event awkward now. Um, oh, you just mad because I can keep a nigga? <laughs> Put the music on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This wasn't too deep, thank goodness. I don't think it was going to get that deep anyways. Um, I hope, well, actually, I hope that this has not brought up something that maybe y'all have been trying to dig deep, and now I just came back. That was not my intention. I do apologize. Um, but maybe this was a sign for you to, like, really address and confront some things. Um any kind of trauma that you have gone through with anybody in your life or something like that, you should address it. You do not want this to be something that um, is just kind of an ongoing thing that just one day just explodes. Um, because believe it or not, your trauma and how you react and stuff can really affect your relationships depending on how you are to these people. Um, so do some therapy, do some self-reflection, write a journal do something okay um and with that you can follow us on hey girlfriend podcast um you can follow us on our individual pages you can um please follow us because we post clips of the episodes um so that you can share it and stuff like that um we always post when a new episode comes out so that you never miss it um episodes comes out on thursdays 9 a.m central um every week um, we'll let you know if we ever do skip a week Which it, it doesn't happen that often um, The Hey Girlfriend page Also has a link to the link tree Where you can listen, where you can donate um, Where the Fundly um, You can do the PayPal If it's just easier to do Venmo Cash App, Zelle We got all of that, just ask us Please feel free to DM us, our DMs are open The Hey Girlfriend page, we can both see it um, And we can both respond to it um, I think we'll clarify whoever is the one responding, if, if you know, just to keep things clear. If you're a fan of the show, you usually know by the words that are said who is responding. Yeah, um, I think you can tell. <laughs> who it's usually be. very obvious. My biggest tell is my LOLs. I do my LOLs a specific way. Um, um, did you talk about rating and reviewing? Not yet. Okay. Oh. Yep. So with Spotify specifically, all the episodes have like a what did you think about it type thing. Please let us know. But more more specifically, um, give the entire show, not just the episode, give the show a five stars if you don't mind. And then leave a review at the bottom. Something that you like. Even if there's something that you want to critique or anything like that, leave the five star and then put it in and then we can see it and hopefully respond and stuff like that. We appreciate it. We love it. Um, and then again, if you could just share on your socials, um, that'd be appreciated. We will see y'all next time. Happy Leo season. Stay warm. (sighs) And yeah, I feel good. This is fun to talk about. Bye, niggas. (laughs) Bye.